Welcome to Short Stories, a podcast on mommyhood matters by the Shortest Tallman. I am your host, Maggie Tallman, the Shortest Tallman herself. Grab a cup of coffee or tea and hang out with me while we discuss everything mommyhood. I'll share with you a bit about my own life and stories and bring on some amazing guests who are real moms like you and me doing really amazing things. So let's get started. Hi, shorties. Hope everyone's summer is going along well. Ours has been busy, as you know, but going along pretty well. And, you know, I have to ask, do any of you, I mean, I I know most of my listeners are in my hometown, but um, do you live in an area where there's a lot of ticks? In the Northeast, we have been hearing, you know, every year that that ticks have become more and more prevalent. Um, And I guess the ticks get, um, you know, they get the, the deer tick becomes infected with Lyme disease and they spread Lyme disease around. And I can't believe it. We're not even that outdoorsy, but one of my kids tested positive for Lyme. Um, she had the classic symptoms. She had the bullseye rash and even started getting a fever and a headache, uh, which just freaked me right out. Um, and we got the blood test and, um, sure enough, she tested positive. So she's on an antibiotic. Um, and also I was trying to think of, you know, any, anything I could do, um, to help, you know, cure this and, and have her, you know, body get rid of, get rid of this bacteria infection and, um, essential oils. Of course I, you know, I've turned to essential oils and, um, I actually texted my husband's cousin, Amy, um, who, um, I interviewed for the podcast. Um, she's my essential oils expert. So, um, and that's, and that's the interview that I'm going to feature in today's interview, uh, or today's episode. So, um, so I text her and I'm like, Amy, what do I do? What, what oil should I use? And, um, you know, the, the main one she suggested using was an immunity blend. Um, I use Rocky mountain oil. So their immunity blend is called, um, immune strength. Um, she is a young livings person. Um, so, uh, the young livings, um, blend, they call it for, for the immunity strength that's called, um, thieves. Um, I'm sure if you know anything about essential oils, um, everybody's using themes, thieves, excuse me. It's a very memorable name, like thieves, like robbers. So, um, but yeah, I guess there's some story, I guess it was used in, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, something to do with thieves. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. But anyway, um, so I've been rubbing that on the bottom of, uh, you know, my, my kids' feet, um, hopefully to kind of help the antibiotic, you know, do its job. I'm doing a little bit of both, you know, the traditional uh, modern medicine and uh, the old-fashioned oils to try to help uh, get rid of this infection. And, um, yeah, we'll see how we do. I mean, I, I've been told that we caught it early and, and she's going to make a full recovery, but... Scary, scary stuff. You know, you hear all about this chronic, you know, chronic problems from Lyme disease. And, um, you know, I just want to do everything I can um, to make sure that that doesn't happen to her. So anyway, if you've been down this road before, I would love, you know, to have you reach out to me and, you know, comment or um, DM me and let me know your story. But um I mean, I feel pretty confident that everything will be fine, but, you know, just why not another stressor? So anyway, so today's episode is going to feature Amy, and she's a girl from the South, and she has a much more uh, lovely accent than I do from upstate New York, which is actually a rather obnoxious accent, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Um, and she's just, she's a lovely girl. Um, she's a mom, stepmom to these two wonderful, um, cousins of ours. And, um, I just love talking to her and I think you're going to love her as much as we love her. So without further ado, my little chit chat with Amy Cromer, my essential oils expert.
Hello, shorties. Today, I'm very excited to uh, introduce to you Cousin Amy. Hi, Cousin Amy. Hey, Maggie. Thanks for <laughs> um, asking me to do this. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're a mom. Also, all of my, my podcast interviews, of course, have all been um, amazing moms doing amazing things, as it says in my little podcast intro. So uh, you fit the bill with that. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny because Amy and I have actually been talking for like 45 minutes um, because we had um, some technical difficulties. So we just feel like we just climbed a mountain and and achieved this, uh, you know, technological issue we were having. So right. we've already feel like we've been here doing this for a while. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You guys missed all the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> that could have been a podcast unto itself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Amy is obviously not from my neck of the woods because we sound quite different. So, Amy, you're you're calling us from uh, Tennessee, right? Yes. Knoxville, Tennessee. Very good. Knoxville. Knoxville. That's terrible. I can't do a Southern accent very well. <laughs> But I do, I've borrowed um, y'all from y'all. It's right, just a great right. word. Yeah, it fits, I mean, it fits in all kinds of places. That's right. so well, many places. And I'll just tell you, you know, I'm actually from Virginia. And so if you think that I have an accent, you should, you should talk to some of these other Tennessee people. Because, oh, right. Yes. The yes. people that are really born and bred in Tennessee. Okay. Yes. In my mind, it's completely different. It may not be different at all, but in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking to Amy because she's a big um, essential oils guru, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, um, I have a few different things I want to talk to you about, but the first one is that, you know, you are one of the happiest joyful people I know. So I just right from the get go here, what is your secret? How do you stay so upbeat? Well, I think I was raised to just be positive. And, um, you know, I think about my mom to this day and some of the challenges that she has. And um, you would not really know it. She just refuses to let them get her down. Or if, if she does get mm -hmm. down about it, she doesn't really want anybody to know. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that um, I, I just really believe that I have so much in my life for which I am thankful. And, um, you know, I, I watched my brothers both go through some, some serious um, health challenges. I lost my uh, oldest brother four years ago. And I think when you watch people you love and people who are you're close to go through challenges and go through difficulties, you really learn to appreciate the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going through those same things. You, you walk it with them, you live it with them, you have compassion for them, try to help them. But um, I just have tried to maintain, I think, um, my perspective uh, of how thankful that I am. And then um, also my faith. I mean, you know, I have the hope and mm -hmm. promise of heaven. So why, what mm -hmm. should I be upset about? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I think my my intention, I've been living more intentionally this year. And my intention for the year is really, you know, to, to find joy everywhere, to seek joy. Mm -hmm. And I think absolutely, you know, um, gratitude and having a grateful perspective um, for even the littlest things, I think is just the, the root of it. You know, you can't like, that just is, it, you can't seek joy without having that gratitude and living in that gratitude. Right, right. <sighs> well, that's lovely. Um, <laughs> okay, so parenting. So you are, you became a parent maybe differently than some of us, differently than me, um, when you married Tony that we all love. Yes. Um, hi, Tony. <laughs> I know you're not there, but hi. If he was here, um, he would say hi. You know he would. 
There you go. Yes, he would. Um, you found yourself in the stepmom role to two yeah. wonderful girls that we also adore. And my girls talk about your girls, especially, you know, the younger one. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a teenager. The other one is five seconds away from the teenage years. Yeah. So what is that like? And what should be afraid? What should I be afraid of now? Because oh. my oldest is nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's coming. The first thing that I would say, my oldest stepdaughter is 17. She'll be 18 in August, and she mm-hmm. is graduating in two weeks from high school, and she's off to Hawaii Pacific University. Uh, she'll, yeah, she'll, um, she'll turn 18 on, on August 16th, and then she'll move on August 18th. And I think, you know, recently I heard the quote that the days are long and the years are short. And mm-hmm. um, I believe that with everything in me all of a sudden, because when I met the girls, Callie, the oldest one was nine and Josie, Mm -hmm. who is now 12, almost 13 was three, almost four. And my gosh, I mean, literally in the, in what I feel, it sounds so cliche, but it's true in the, in the blink of an eye, um, Callie's off to college. So, um, it has been, can you um, not say that? Can you not? Cause my oldest is nine. Yeah, yeah, it just goes by <laughs> so quickly. It just goes by so quickly. Um, and, you know, I know everybody experiences that, you know. Um, I certainly never imagined that I wouldn't have my own kids, but it didn't work out that way. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I love the girls as much as I could possibly love any child that's not my own. But I don't even really know what that means because I haven't had my own child. So mm-hmm. um, I think... Um, they are, they're very, very different. We have kind of a crazy life, which would be a podcast for another day. And it would probably have several <laughs> different episodes. So, um, but I think what I would say mainly about the role is certainly it's a roller coaster. Um, you know, anytime you kind of blend families together, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I think it's a beautiful mess. I think there are days that are just messy and icky. And, and then there are other days that, you see nothing but the beauty in it. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm just thankful for both. Um, I think what you need to be afraid of, I don't, I don't know about that, <laughs> but um, I think hormones um, mm. are to be feared. Um, not only, <laughs> not only in teenage girls and boys, but also as you approach your forties. Um, <laughs> fear the hormones because- so everybody's <laughs> just got hormones coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you know, I'm dealing with the, the, the one who all of a sudden had them and then I'm dealing with the one who is slowly coming to them and then I'm dealing with them with myself where holy smokes like who was that person who just reacted in that way because oh <laughs> that my is not gosh me. so I think so, what's um, to- so poor Tony <laughs> so poor Tony yeah I mean poor Tony we shouldn't we shouldn't really be asking you shouldn't be asking me what you should be afraid of. You should be asking Tony <laughs> what Kale should be afraid of. Um, oh man! No, I think um, I think um, I don't know if you know. Obviously, I know we say tongue in cheek fear. I think um, somebody told me not too long ago, and she's talking about her child that um, she's learned to pause. Mm. And um, I was like, well, what does that mean? And she went on to explain that she's learned that her initial reaction isn't always the reaction that she wants or needs to have. And so she is learning to just kind of stop for a moment and pause. And it's not always easy to do that in the moment, no. but, but that was really helpful advice to me. And then I think um, sometimes, you know, when I get, when I get frustrated with the, uh, the 12 year old um, being, you know, a 12 year old, I have to remind sure. myself that she is just that she is 12 right. and she is learning and yes. you know, she's very strong willed. She's very independent. Um, but she's also so super loving and mm, um, she and sure is she really, really is. <laughs> so I think, you know, just, um, what should you be afraid of? Um, be aware, not afraid, but be aware of your response as a parent to mm-hmm. various and sundry situations that occur. I think that's so true. And you know, the thing about pausing that's hard is you have to remember to pause. There's like, you know, there's the times when I think about pausing and then I kind of just, and, you know, like later on I think, okay, well, 
I did think to pause and I was so mad that I blew past it. And now I'm regretful yeah. and I'm trying to think about, okay, how could I have done better? What can I do next time? Right. And then there's the times that I think, oh, I didn't even think about like pausing didn't even come to me, but yes. you know, the more I'm, you know, kind of navigating, the more it's, I am remembering to pause. And yeah. it's so funny what you said about, you know, remembering the 12 year old, 12 year old. I catch myself so many times because I have right now I have a nine year old, a six-year-old and a four-year-old right. and they're all kind of having birthdays and how many times I'll tell my six-year-old come on you're six or act like a six-year-old <laughs> and it's like really like she is acting like a six-year-old <laughs> That's the issue. Yeah. you know and the whole idea is like like you know you're not three you're six yeah and it's yeah. like okay well six is still pretty little <laughs> right right I think it's almost like it almost gets harder as they get older because you have glimpses of them being very mature. Yeah. yeah, you expect You know, you expect sure. them. Yeah, and it's like you get glimpses like they'll have moments where they're they seem so old and mature. Yeah. And then you want to expect that all the time and that's just not I don't know. That's at least what I've kind of come to notice. I don't yeah. know. No, I and agree. I don't always live it. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, well, I, I, you know, I can say that it's a great thing to do and it's what we should all do. That doesn't mean I do it, Right. <laughs> but, but that was helpful advice to me because I think it was just, um, it was just bringing that awareness to me that that is something that I need, mm. that I don't need to immediately. And there are sometimes mm. when I find myself thinking, oh, did she mean that that way? You know, it, it, it's oh. just, it's just, it's, it's navigating a relationship just like all the other relationships in our, in our lives, you know? And, right. Um, you just have to figure out, I think, what it is. And it's funny that you're asking me things, asking me these you know, types of questions because, <laughs> you know, I've had this kid living in my house only for a year and a half full time. So um, right. I feel like I should be asking you the question. <laughs> I can help you maybe with some teenage uh, yeah. you know, questions for sure. But uh, absolutely. I mean, have you what, what else have you learned about teenagers? I just feel like, you know, I can't help. I've heard a million times you know, it gets harder as they get older, you just wait and the thing, you know, things like that. Yeah, but you yeah. know, when you're in the, you know, being in the thick of, you know, like I have a four-year-old right now yeah, and yeah. when he is difficult, I think, Can you just okay, I'm trying. Yeah. I think yeah. I am trying to believe it. I really am. But yeah. How yeah. on earth I could it be harder? <laughs> Or excuse me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I said it right. I thought I said it backwards. Yeah. yeah. How could it be harder than having a four-year-old who's having a tantrum? But yeah, no, I mean, uh, um, I think as far as the whole teenage thing goes, you know, now that I've kind of watched Callie, um, you know, mature and grow. And one thing that I am so thankful for, for her, as she has such a strong group of friends and her mother is, you know, her, she lives with her mother full time. Um, but her mother has done everything she can to allow those relationships to flourish. You know, that her house has been the house where all the kids hang out. And, mm. and um, I think that is so critical. And so my, you know, fervent prayer for Josie, the, the 12 year old who lives with us is that um, she will find, friends who will bring mm. out the best in her and that right. she will be able to um, have relationships with other kids, other teenagers who, as I say, bring out the best in her and make good choices, make good decisions and, you know, are able to help each other kind of steer away from those wrong roads. You know, I think back to when I was in high school and I was a good kid and um, I have, I have vivid memories of moments when my very best friend who was a better kid than me <laughs> would <laughs> keep me on the right track, whether it was something that I said, she'd bring me back or whether she, you know, could just sense a direction in which I was heading that, that she knew wasn't the best direction for me. I thank God for her and for her friendship. And, and I would hope that your children as they grow would make relationships with, with those types of individuals. And I hope and pray for Josie. I mean, we just moved into a, um, into a whole new area in Knoxville, a, a new or a different side of town. And, um, we moved mm. into a neighborhood and, you know, we've known this was coming for a little while. And I've just, as I said, I've just prayed that, that, that the right friends will come along, you know, the friends right. who bring out the best in her. So I think for me that one of the, 
the most important things that I've learned about teenagers, I probably learned from myself in my experiences in the late 1980s. And that is that who they surround themselves with is, is mm. who they're going to be like. So, um, you know, I, I think it, it kind of centers around that. And then the kind of roots that you, you know, as a parent, the kind of roots that you um, plant about, mm. you know, the differences between what is right and what is wrong and how do you know uh, to do what is right uh, rather than doing what is wrong and how can you be strong enough in your own um you know, not your own, not just your wisdom, but you know, you're, you've got right. that fortitude who, that says, no, I'm going to go the other direction because I know that's the right direction. So I think you gotta, you know, the parents have to, as a parent, you have to instill that in your child. Oh gosh, maybe it is easier where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's funny, you know, I keep hearing you use the P word pray and I yeah. got to tell you, it reminded me of um, one of my neighbors is a wonderful mother and she has six kids and all of her kids are amazing. And they're not, you know, it's not like they're, they're holed up in their rooms, you know, studying noon and night and just real, you know, they're not like little soldiers, you know, they have right. their own personalities and, and they're, you know, active in sports and everything else. And I remember saying to her, you know, gosh, like what, you know, like what's your secret kind of a thing? How'd you, how'd you do that? And, um, she said, you know, she prays a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling everybody I, I pray out, you know, Josie came to live with us a, a year and a half ago and I've prayed a whole lot more in the past year and a half, right? Than, you know, than I, than I ever. Oh gosh. Did. I bet. How yeah. funny. Yeah. And another challenge, which a lot of, a lot of people probably don't, I don't know, maybe they deal with it. Maybe they don't, but, um, she's with us full time, but she spends every other weekend and then also Wednesday nights with her mom. Mm. And so, um, neither good nor bad, just different. So right. it's two sure. different households. And so a lot of times, when, yeah, that's a um, challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to, um, you know, you have to kind of take all that into consideration too. Mm-hmm. And, um, try to figure out how to be who she needs you to be when she needs you to, to be, you know, be there for her. Um, right. But yeah, so that, that kind of, um, makes it challenging too, but where it's that in my world, um, it could very easily be something, you know, similar, but different in someone else's world that mm-hmm. presents a different type of challenge. So, right. Sure. Oh my goodness. Well, let's, let's change topics a little bit here and talk about your, your area of specialty. Everybody that I'm interviewing has like a little area of specialty and, okay. um, you're my essential oils girl. Okay. Okay. So, um, you're a young living consultant, right? But you said you don't really, you're not big on sales, right? You just kind of, you're just passionate about it, but you're not like you're, you know, yeah. okay. And, um, how did you get into this to begin with? It's like, I feel like essential oils are everywhere right now. People are having parties and make and takes with roll on or roller balls or whatever and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I, um, I guess that it first, uh, came across the road in my world. Um, when I was having a few, you know, minor health challenges and a doctor Mm -hmm. that I saw mentioned a product called Ninja Red, And, um, so I tried to figure out how to, you know, where is that product? How can I get some? It's basically, um, uh, just a concentrated form of a berry, which, because I'm trying to think of it right now, the wolf berry. Okay. Okay. This is bad if it won't come to me, but (laughs) but anyway, it's a concentrated version of that. So, um, I was trying to figure out where I could find it. Well, lo and behold, it's a young living product. And so, um, just in the process of trying to figure out if that was, a product that I wanted to try, I, I then began hearing more and more about essential oils and I just became very curious. And so, um, way back in the day, um, a couple years ago, my husband and I were into running and we ran, um, the Knoxville half marathon. And prior to the marathon, we went to the expo to pick up our packet and look at the, mm-hmm. you know, they sell t-shirts and all that right, stuff. Right. So there was a vendor, there was a young living person there and so I just kind of stepped up and I said, what is the deal with oils? Can you just, <laughs> what is it? Like, I've kind of heard about this Ninja Red stuff, but 
but, but I keep hearing people talk about oils. I just like, can, just what's the deal? And so we talked a little bit, she had a diffuser there. We talked a little bit about, you know, the benefits and how toxic the, the environment is around us and, you know, yada, right. yada, yada. And, um, she then, um, I left her, you know, my contact information and that was kind of the end of it. I thought, okay, well now I know how much it costs to get that. So we'll see if that's something I want to do later. Right. A couple weeks later, she called me and asked me to come to a, a class that she was teaching at her house. And I was like, uh, yeah, um, I'm busy that night. And so, uh, so then she was like, well, what about, what about this night? I'm like, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm busy then too. <laughs> and so uh, my husband and I talked about it and he said, well, Amy, you were interested in it. You know, he said, I, he said, let's, let's go. Let's, you know, get back in touch with her and see when she's available. How fun. And let's go. And I was like, okay, well, if he's game, then I'm game. <laughs> and um, so what happened was we went to her house for this class and lo and behold, we were the only two there. And apparently the other, yeah. Surprise, the other surprise. Yes, they had backed out. And I think she was very discouraged because people had backed out. She was just kind of launching her, you know, her business oh, as well. Sure. So long story short, we listen to everything. My husband is, has a very entrepreneurial, you know, spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I just think we should sign up. We should just sign up. And I was like, to like to sell, like as a district. Really? And he said, yeah, I just think we should do it. So that's how we got into how it. And of course funny. you get, you know, amazing discounts. Right. Um, and um, so I began to, I started out with the, um, with the kit, you know, the first thing that you yes. typically try is, yes, it's the kit. And it has the most essential oils, I think, the most essential essential oils um, in it. And um, I just was like, this is fantastic. And so then, you know, you, you, you order each month and long story short, the, the, you get promotional items based on how much you order. So sure. I've gotten so many oils for free and, um, that's how we've come to love many of them. And we've also, um, we're a big believer in their toothpaste. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, tooth, the toothpaste on the market have chemicals in them that you have to wear gloves to handle. Okay. And we like, rub that all over our mouth right. every day. And um so you oh, know gosh. if you just do a little bit of research I, about I don't I'd like to you know I'm living in an ignorant situation and <laughs> yeah yeah and it's pretty ignorance easy. is bliss. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm kind of yeah. easy going and now I'm like oh gosh I got to worry about my toothpaste now. Yeah. Well, and oh, I was geez. the same way. I was like, I don't want to have to like, yes, the environment's toxic, blah, blah, blah. Right. We're all going to die. <laughs> but then when you begin to think, seriously, this was my perspective. But then when you begin to look at some of the statistics about um, at, related to, you know, cancer and disease, and not that you want to scare anybody right, and using right. essential oils, certainly, but, but, but when you think about the fact that, um, we, we just, when you look at the statistics and I wish I had prepared myself to share some of them because they're staggering and at, right at this moment, the numbers won't come to me. So I could make them even more staggering <laughs> accidentally because I don't know what they are. Um, but really, um, I think reducing the, the exposure mm. that you <clears throat> and your children have to the toxins around you as much as is possible mm-hmm. is going to do nothing but improve their quality of life and your quality. Right. It can't hurt. It can't hurt. It can't, it it, it can't hurt. And so my perspective isn't one that says, okay, well, I'm going to rid my life of all toxic. No, I'm, you know, I'm not there, but I do use their toothpaste, the young living toothpaste. Um, when I go to whole foods and buy my shampoo and conditioner and I make sure that it doesn't have certain chemicals in Mm. it. Um, I don't have, you know, the lotion that I use, is coconut oil. Um, you, you know, the skin, the skin is, is the way, I mean, we slather all these things all over us every day mm-hmm. and it goes straight into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why essential oils are so effective because you put them on your skin and boom, it goes straight into your bloodstream. So if they are that effective, then think about those toxic things. You know, I was thinking, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm probably like in the middle with sunscreen. Um, you know, yeah. I 
don't like I've been buying more like botanically based stuff and I typically stay away from the chemical sunscreens and go more towards the, the, um, mineral based ones. Um, yeah, but you know, I was thinking I was slathering up myself and, and the kids today and I was thinking, gosh, you know, I, it's not, you put it on and you don't worry about taking it off and, you know, you just put it on everywhere and it's an organ. <laughs> You're yeah. rubbing it all over your skin. It's yeah. an organ. You know, I don't think yeah. of my skin yeah. that way. You know, you don't think about it, but that is right. what it is. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Gosh, yeah. I didn't even know. I know a that little is, bit about yeah. Young Living, but not a ton. So I didn't even know they had toothpaste. Yeah, they have toothpaste. They have soap. They have all kinds of different supplements. And, you know, and I'm not even saying that. Okay, their supplements and their toothpaste is the best. I I, I just trust the company. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll tell you why I trust the company. Uh, first of all, they were they were probably they are the pioneer. They were the pioneer of essential mm-hmm. oil of the essential oil industry. Um, you they only farm virgin soil. So you know when you think about it, I can't remember how many pounds uh, of roses and essential a bottle of of rose essential oil has in it, but um, when you think about it, it's a very, very, very concentrated, um, form right. of whatever the plant is. So, so roses, for example. So if there are pesticides and chemicals on those roses that were planted in that field, or even grown into it from the soil, then it is concentrated, um, even more in this little bottle that you're then going to turn <sighs> around and put on your body. Okay. So Young Living only uh, will only plant in virgin soil. Never can it ever have had any pesticides or chemicals in it. So I feel good about that. They don't use pesticides or chemicals. I could go anytime any, to any of the farms that Young Living uh, has and I could say, hey, I want a tour. And they would I have take heard me in that. I have heard that they're very yes. like welcoming. Anybody can come anytime. That's pretty yes, impressive. And that is, yeah. And, and then, I mean, there other companies, you know, are not like that. Um, and I certainly wouldn't want to, you know, that's one thing I'm like, I don't want to talk about other companies because I really don't know enough about mm-hmm. other companies to speak intelligently. I do know what I know about Young mm-hmm. Living though. And I believe that they are quality first. And I believe Um, I believe in the founders and I I believe in, um, you know, their philosophy and um, the way they've done business for the past several years. Hmm. So, so what I like, I have a small collection. I got into them maybe, oh my gosh, a year and a half ago. (laughs) It was was terrible timing. It was shortly after I took my leave of absence and my friend was like okay. opening my eyes to all of this. And I'm like, listen, I can't be buying oils. My husband calls them um, my potions. <laughs> yeah. 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 They he's are. Like my, yeah. He's like, oh, what, what's this? You can order more <laughs> potions. I'm like, listen, don't knock my potions. I love my potions. Um, so right. I have a small collection, but what, you know, what are the essential oils you think everyone should have in their home? Like, do, are there some that you've, you know, that would qualify as that? Oh, sure. I mean, I think any, there are um, several different oils and a few blends that are intended. Let, let's just start here to help you sleep. Okay. Okay. One of the issues mm-hmm. that I had um, prior to using oils is, and it's probably hormonal. It could have been stress or who knows. So, you know, we got all kinds of sure. things going on in our minds, especially when we lay our heads down at night. But I began using lavender, which I never have even really particularly enjoyed the smell of mm-hmm. lavender. So there are going to be some people who say, Oh gosh, I hate the way lavender smells. I get it. But I mix it with something else. So my blend for the longest time, I put it in the diffuser right beside um, my head at the bed. Um, I, put lavender and cedarwood and um, yes. And that helped me sleep. And so it's good after a while to kind of rotate and change things around. Cause you know, it's just like, it's like, you know, ibuprofen. If you take too much of it, your body kind of goes, yeah, that's not, you know, it doesn't help right. anymore. So I think with oils, you kind of have to do the same thing. So I've done a couple of different blends. Um, I also use the oil blend called Tranquil. Okay. And I don't remember what all it has in it. It has several different, um, 
several different mm-hmm. things um, in it. But I put that, I roll that behind my ears at night before I go to bed. Um, and yeah, I was going to read it to you, but it's too lavender. Uh, oh, it has lavender cedar wood. Imagine <laughs> that. Um, and Roman chamomile and um, coconut oil. So that it comes in a roller and um, I just kind of roll it behind my ears. Um, I also love Palo Santo and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's P-A-L-O. And then the second word is S-A-N-T-O. It has a very kind of earthy woodsy smell. And so I love to, to put that in cedar wood. That's kind of what I'm hooked on right now. Um, I like uh, an oil blend by Young Living called Peace and Calming. Mm. There's Peace and Calming too, as well. And um, it smells just wonderful. Um, Tony, every night before he goes to bed, he uses an oil called Stress Away, Mm. which is, yes, it is one of the most essential essential oils. Um, It kind of has a vanilla-ish smell. And, um, we've shared it with a few different people who've, you know, had some anxiety issues and, and they say, oh, it does help. It really does help. Um, when I get a headache, I use peppermint. I don't take, I don't take anything. I just use peppermint and it is unbelievable how quickly it helps with so my headaches. So what do you, like, what, um, how do you apply it? So the peppermint, I'll just put on the, on my fingertip or I'll turn the bottle up either on the back of my neck or I'll put it on my fingertip and put it on my temples. You have to be careful because if you turn the bottle up on your temple, you can wind up getting it in your eye. And that is not a pretty sight, which by the way, if that happens, if you ever get an oil, an essential oil in your eye, you just take a little bit of cream or milk cream as in uh, half and half or some milk. Yeah. And you just kind of rinse your eye with that and it immediately helps. Now, if you don't have any of that on hand, you're going to be in misery for a little while. That so. sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, even I can't yeah, really imagine yeah, putting yeah. cream in my eye. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. if it's on fire because you've gotten an oil in there, yeah. you'll do so better you'll than do, imagine it. Yeah. You you'll do whatever. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sound like you're speaking from but, uh, So, yes, I mean, I'm, I am speaking from experience. And, you know, we don't drink, we don't drink milk. We don't do dairy. And so um, oh my gosh. I've even had to resort to uh, almond milk before, and that works too. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So any other essentials for, you know, everyone should have in their house? Got lavender and... Some of these, you know, blends Blend, like peace yeah. and calming, stress away. Stress away intrigues me. Hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, peppermint, peppermint. Uh, for sure. And then frankincense is actually an oil Ooh. that I, they call it the Swiss army knife of essential oils. Um, so really? yeah, so it is fantastic. Um, What's that for? Well, you can use it. It's really good for your skin. So I take um, argan oil and I will um, have a little dropper, a little you know dropper bottle and I'll put the oil in there and then um, mm-hmm. I'll put several drops of frankincense. Um, and then there are other oils that are good for your skin like Melrose. But anyway, you can just put, you can put frankincense in your hand and then put it all over your face. It is just, it is so good for your skin. Um, it has a calming effect. Um, so that's, it's another oil that if you feel just uneasy or, you know, stressed, um, you can, you can use frankincense. Um, I have read that if you have little brown sunspots, you can put it on the sunspot and it will help to kind of fade those. Um, Hmm. yeah. So I love frankincense. Um, we use thieves oil. I do a couple drops of that every day that the, <laughs> that's the one that my stepdaughter, when she first moved in, had a fever. And um, I, a friend of mine told me kind of what to, how to use the oils to bring the fever down. And um, basically you put thieves oil and a couple other oils into some coconut oil, coconut oil and just rub it on the spine. And um, it brought her fever down uh, within less than an hour. I was amazed. That's really? what I became wow. believer and wanted to begin telling people about it. Um she wasn't a hundred percent, you know, excited about 
hey, can I have some more coconut oil on my back? So, um, right. you know, so that probably, um, even though it brought her, her, her fever down, um, it is something that you would need to do. Just like you're going to administer a, medi- a medicine every, you know, four to six hours, you're going to need to do that every four to six hours as well. So, um, and I will I say see. where children are concerned, you know, this started in her life when she was, you know, 11, 12 years old. And her mother is a nurse practitioner. So um, I don't think that her mother is, you know, speaks negatively about the oils, but her mother obviously is a big believer in traditional medication. So, you know, so you've got, um, you've got, I I say all that to say you're going to, you're going to be met with, um, you know, a variety of opinions as to whether or not they work or. Absolutely. So, um, but so, yeah, so those are my essentials. I think I got off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Listen, this is this is very novice, this podcast. <laughs> um, so, and you really find that they really work. Yeah, I mean, the ones that I, um, the ones that I use, oh, and another one, one of my favorites is Hillichrysum. And um, it's called, they, they refer to it as liquid stitches. So anytime, like if Tony cuts himself shaving, I mean, immediately he wants to know where the helichrysum is. I think we actually keep it now in the drawer where his razor is. So, you know, if I get a cut, it's the first, yeah, it's my go-to. Um, so yes, I love that. Um, you know, I've also read that we have little mites in our eyelashes. And, um, so I know a lot of people put lavender in their mascara um, to, really? yeah. And I've done, I've done that. Um, but you know, I'm not, I work from home. So, you know, I mean, it's a rare and precious occasion for me to even put me. Oh, that's funny. But um, I know people, people do that. So I see, you know, with my, the oils that I have, I still, even though I've been using them for a while, I still get confused about applications, you know, about actually how, like how to use them. Yeah. Um, you know, what are there basic rules? I mean, I kind of, it's funny cause I'll buy an oil, like even lavender, right? So I made a, a roller ball with lavender and I thought, okay, I can put this on, you know, it's supposed to be for like cuts and whatever. Right. Yeah. When push comes to shove, I'm like afraid to put it on like a boo-boo. Like I get, I get nervous and I end up reaching for the Neosporin instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really like dumb. I get it. Yeah. But I just, oh, I dumb. get nervous. I don't know. I get nervous about it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do you have any like basic rules, how, you know, how to apply them? Well, I think the best thing to do is to, there are lots of great reference books out there. Um, we, I am a member of an essential oils Facebook page. And so anytime I have a question, I go there and I search, I'll ask a question. First, I search to see if anybody else has asked and see what the answer is. If nobody right, else is asking, right. I'll ask, and then people are really good to, to answer. Um, but a really good reference book is um, very important to have. As far as rules, I think you have to be careful with younger children. Um, just in I have read much, that, yes. Yeah, and how much you apply. And even for us, like, you know, if you do too much, so here's what happens. You get the stuff, and you're so excited, and you have this diffuser, and you're like, oh, well, it doesn't smell that strong. I'm going to do 15 drops. I know it only says to do three, but it just doesn't smell strong. Okay. What right. happens then is your body goes, Ooh, I don't know what to do with all this, you know? And so it's really important to just because you don't smell it very, because that's what a, we're so used to candles and um, those little things, the plugins that we stick in the wall you know, we're used to the fragrances just flowing. Where it's you know, loud, yeah. like a loud fragrance. Yeah. And so with the diffuser, it's really not that way. And, but again, you go, well, well, that's what I want. I want my house to smell good. I understand that, but read a little bit about what is um, emitting, being emitted from those plugins and read a little bit about what that candle is actually you know, doing to you. Sadly, I, I mean, Hey, we mm-hmm. have candles forever. We love we had a candle burning just about every night in our house. Uh, now we don't mm-hmm. um, because I'm not willing, you know, to, um, to sacrifice, um, you know, good 
air quality in my home uh, for a candle. Right, right. So, and it all comes right. down to personal. You know, like, what do you, what do you want? What do you know? What do you want out of life? Sure. sure. Um, but so, yeah, I think a, a definitely a good reference book. And then um, I, mm. I do would caution just overuse on either an adult or a child. Um, I will say that um, they also have several blends that are made for children. One of the blends is called Owie. Um, so if they do mm. get a boo-boo, then you reach for that one. Mm-hmm. Um and I think if, if I had younger children, that's one of the first things I would have invested in. They also have essential oils for pets. Um, you know, Lucky gets very excited oh. yeah, when it's storming or if a storm is coming. There are certain oils that you can put on the inside of his ears and boom, that calms him down. Um, there are really, you really yes. notice it. Oh yes. Yes. And, oh, absolutely. And, but there, I say that wow. because the word of caution, there's some, there are some oils that are very lethal to animals. So you have to, okay. you have to know, like there are some that are deadly to cats and I'm, I don't have a cat, so I'm not aware of what, what those are, but I know that that is, I see. Um, sure. that is a thing. So that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the, so the beginner, the, the, what's the basic starter set that a beginner should try? What do they need? I would get the starter kit from, from Young Living and it comes with, uh, gosh, see, why was I the not starter kit? The but starter. is this like the, is this like the $150 starter kit? Uh, see, you can tell how salesy I am. I'm not even sure how much. It I know. I think it, all right. What's like the basic, what's the bait, like three, what are the top three, like the gateway drug of essential oils? What's the, what's the top three most essential? I know, you know, Um, we got to keep it under three digits. Okay. Um, Like, you know, most people can, most people can hide any purchase under a hundred dollars from their husband. (laughs) The only thing. All right. So what's what's three, I don't know, three to five. If you look at the price, so I'm just going to, this is not a sales switch, but I'm just going to say in the starter kit, you get, I'm looking at a picture now, 10. You do get a ton. You get 10 oils. And if you look at the I price. I have seen it. Each, I have thought about it myself. Yes. 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 The value that you get in the starter <laughs> kit is, is unparalleled. Okay. So I know you got to keep it under three digits. Okay. So just looking at this, I would say lavender, um, Thieves, and it's kind of blurry, so gosh, I should not. It's a good thing I'm not a salesperson. Um, lavender <laughs> Thieves, and if you made me pick another one, I would say Peppermint. Okay. But that's, that's just mean of you to make me pick <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Okay, but that's still good. I, you know, so really, you think that the starter kit that, like, um, that Young Living has yes. is really... I'm looking at their website now. I'm trying to find it. Okay. So you think that their, you know, that like starter kit collection or whatever is kind of like, it's, it's pretty much the bee's knees. It's the way to go. I think it's the way to go. And here's the other thing that you get in that you also get um, some samples of other oils. So not only do you get these, you know, these bottles of all these oils, but then you also get samples. And if I'm not mistaken, you get a diffuser and people have asked me, okay, well, is there, can I just go on Amazon and buy a diffuser? I wouldn't recommend that. I would use the Young Living one um, because. Now, why materials. is that? Because I have two Amazon diffusers. And see, <laughs> no, and you're still alive. Now you're making me nervous. I'm no, still alive so far. Yes. It's not, yes. not going to kill you, but it just goes back to the materials with which they're made. Again, it comes back to, you know, the quality. Oh, I trust the quality of the company. I mean. But obviously you've used other ones and you've lived. So I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> okay. Now, but now I'm going to look into it because now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't even think that the diffuser, I had to be worried about the diffuser. Yeah. No, I, <sighs> I don't think you have to. Oh, oh, I found a list. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. What's Here's it a- called? What's this starter kit called that you're looking at? It is just the essential oil starter kit. Premium, premium okay. starter kit. It's the premium starter okay. kit. See, if anybody's interested after they listen to this big, long diatribe about essential oils, you can. I can um, put links. Yeah, I can, can link up. 
you can sure give them share that additional information since I was not as prepared as, as I should to be, but okay. So here's the deal. Okay. 11 incredible essential oils, lavender, oh copai, peppermint, lemon, frankincense, thieves, purification, RC, which is wonderful if you're coughing or if you have a, a little one who's coughing, you put RC on their chest. Boom. Digize. Digize is a wonderful oil. If you have digestive, um, excuse me, digestive issues, um, I have literally put that on Josie's stomach before and it has caught, mm-hmm. helped her stomach to stop hurting. Um, pan away is an excellent, it's kind of like a, the Bengay um, essential okay. oil. So if you have aches and pains from working out, pan away helps with that. And then stress away. So you get those, you get a roller fitment, which means you can take any one of those bottles and make it into a roller, which is awesome, especially for the pan away. You get 10 sample packets of different oils. Um, you get two samples of Ninja Red, which is that supplement that I told you that's um, concentrated oh, yes. wolfberries. Um, you get, um, let's see, and then you get a dewdrop diffuser um, that you can also switch out for a home diffuser for no additional cost. Um, so that's what you, those are all of the things that you get. If you got more, oh, oh, listen to this. If you bought these things separately, they would cost more than $300. But because oh boy, it's, so it's a deal. deal. All right, can I have a journal? Oh please? my goodness. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> wow, what a steal. Yes, yes. This, that is so. a pretty good deal. And I've bought, I've been buying oils um, from mostly from a different company. Um, right. And, um, and almost all, you know, well, I never bought actually, no, I think I bought one kit once. Um, it's from a company called, um, Rocky mountain oils, RMO. Um, and, um, and I've had really, you know, I've, I've liked their oils a lot and, um, yeah, I, you know, I probably spent way more than if I just had bought a kit to begin with, but you know, some of us get shocked. (laughs) Sticker shock, the initial. But literally went through at one point and calculated the cost of, of course, do I remember it? No, but we did. And and I'm, well, this says $300. So I'm sure that's right. I mean, I was like, wow, what an incredible, and they, here's the other thing is you don't turn the bottle up and, and empty it half, you know, and empty half of it out. Right. What you do is you use 10 drops here and 10 drops there. So they last a very yeah. long time. So yeah, they do. Anyway, they do. that's the end of my little story, my little okay. pitch, which I didn't well, want to be a sales pitch. No, that's all right. No, you were very compelling. You, you could have a, you know, you could have a future in this if you really pursued it, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So besides essential oils, okay. you're like a big wellness healthy person. Um, and it's so funny because every time I make a sweet potato, I think about you because last I knew you ate a sweet potato every day. Do you still do that? I, life has gotten a little crazy, so I don't know, but if, if I have the option of, you know, sweet potato or cake, I'll pick a sweet potato. (laughs) I I will say I do love sweet potatoes, but what's the deal with the sweet potato? It's just such a powerhouse vegetable, you know, it's just, it's the perfect mix of what you need. And um, plus it tastes really good. And, you know, it does. Okay. So I'm going to admit something here. I am a sugar addict. I have been okay all my life. Cause that was that. Okay? That's my next question. I want to talk to you about sugar because Holy smokes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. can't get it. So, I am a sugar addict and I know it. And um, I was raised in a Southern household where you had dessert after every meal. Um, my breakfast when I growing up was, get this, pancakes with fruit cocktail mixed in, smothered <laughs> in maple syrup. Okay, that is like hard over. I love it. There's, no, there's no protein there, right? Right. Um, so anyway, I, I grew up on sugar. Um, I've never been a big candy person, but I love cakes, cookies, you know, mm-hmm. any of those things. Well, yes, that's um, me. Exactly. That's me. Like, I'm not really big on candy, but yes, like sweet treats in terms of yes. cakes, cookies, things like that. Yes. 
Um, and I won't yeah. eat a lot in one sitting. I just kind of need like a constant flow, like yeah. every few hours. Yeah. I'd like some more, please. <laughs> a few more. Yeah. Well, just, just a few more. So I think for me, you know, again, I mentioned my brothers, um, you know, they both have very serious forms of arthritis. Um, maybe I haven't mentioned it here yet. I was talking about it earlier to somebody who was mm-hmm. here at the house, but um, both have very serious forms of arthritis. And one is, you know, passed away four years ago. He got sick when mm-hmm. he was 16. The other one, uh, actually today is his birthday and he is turning. Oh my 49. gosh, I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. He's Yay. turning 49 today and um, he has a disease called ankylosing spondylitis. So, um, basically, uh, it's genetic and I tested positive when I was in my mid twenties, um, for that same gene. So I began to research because I watched what my brothers went through and um, I began, I I didn't want that, you know? So if there was anything that I could do to keep it from happening, I was going to do it. So what happened was I began to learn about the effects that sugar has on your body. Okay. And so when I was 24 years old, I mean, I began to really understand how it was affecting my body um, and how it affects other people's bodies. I was also married um, the first time to an insulin dependent diabetic. So I learned a oh, lot wow. about sugar from him. Um, and from I learned a lot about diabetes, um, certainly enough to know that it's a disease that I don't want. <laughs> right. Um, and how, you know, I, I took care of him, I cooked for him. And so I had to do so with as little sugar, you know, as possible. So it's kind of been a journey for me, not to sound cliche again, but really yeah. the whole health thing has been just that. I mean, I've, um, I continue, it's one of my favorite things to read about. It's one of my favorite things to talk about just how to be healthy, live a healthy life. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying, everybody says, well, you're, you're you know, you're going to die eventually. I'm not trying to not die. I'm trying to live. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to live at the best possible, you know, level of quality that I can. That's what I'm trying to do. And um, so, you know, tips for me, little, little things that have helped me over the years. Um, I don't deny myself any, I I take a, a dark chocolate candy bar and I break it into, you know, they're all, most of them are scored in little pieces. So I break them into the little pieces, right? And I keep it mm-hmm. in a baggie in the cabinet. And once a day, sometimes twice a day, I get a little square of chocolate. It's what mm-hmm. I allow myself to have. It's all I need. Um, what I also have learned is the more sugar I eat, the more sugar I want. So while I don't necessarily mm-hmm. deny myself of it, I have a distinct awareness of the fact that if I eat more, I want more. So I, I will purposely will purposely not eat um, in certain situations, okay, like a birthday party, like people are like, you have to eat birthday cake at a birthday. Why? I mean, is it the last piece of cake in the free world? Like, really? You don't have to. <laughs> um, and I can, I can tell you this, I've never regretted not eating cake at a birthday party, but I have certainly at times regretted eating things that I shouldn't, you know? Mm. Um, now, if I want a piece of birthday cake, I eat a small one and I don't go back for a second one. Um, right. You know, and I don't call it a cheat. I call it a treat, you know, so there's, there's, you know, probably a loose, okay. loose terminology, psychology. Associated okay. with it. Yeah. It's kind you of know. a, it's like a, you know, like a perspective thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not bad if I eat a piece of cake, um, right. you know, it's not the best choice for me and it's probably going to motivate me to next time say no, because I felt so bad after I ate it. And that's the other thing that I would share too, is, um, the realization for me, uh, of how it affects me, um, was I, uh, I was staying with my parents at Christmas and, um, I, they had, of course they had every sweet imaginable because it was Christmas and that's what you do, you know, everywhere, right, especially sure. at Christmas, you got every, everywhere you turn, there's a cookie, there's a cake, there's a brownie, there's a this, there's a that. And, you know, it's Amen. just right there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was just little bite of this, little bite of that, little bite of this. Oh, I'll take a piece of that. Oh, I haven't had that in a long time. I'm going to eat that. And I woke up the, the next day and I was sitting there and I felt so lethargic and miserable. And I told my mom, I said, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. I just felt so horrible. Like, okay, well, I don't know. I've never been right. hit by a truck. So 
say that. That's horrible. <laughs> and so right? I was like, it just all of a sudden occurred to me that that is how sugar makes you feel. That's how too much sugar makes you feel. And I cleaned right. it up after that. And that was like my big aha epiphany moment of, gosh, I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I'm not going to eat. Like yeah. That you know, I guess that's a sign of a tradition because I'll, I'll go, oh gosh, I don't want to do that again. And then, you know, a week later I'm like, okay, bring it on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you got to set yourself up. I gotta get wise. Too. Yeah, you got to yeah. set yourself up, you know, and that's I know true. it's hard with kids in the house cause you want to have treats oh, for them, but right. Um, and I'm not perfect about it. And I have times when, like I said, the more I eat of it, the more I want of it. And I just have to be very aware of that. And it's, it's mindful mm-hmm. eating, you know, you just have yes. to think about what you put in your mouth. And we're so accustomed as a society to, you know, food and fellowship go together and you right. go and they're very true. It, so you very have to true. eat it. Right. You know? You know what, Amy, I like your perspective and I like your take on things. Thank you. Thank you. Most of the time it works for me. (laughs) Um, So thank you for chatting with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You know, it's been a pleasure for me too. And I have these six little questions that I'm asking everybody at the end of each interview. So are you ready? I'm ready for me to fire these off. Okay, let's do this. Okay. All right. Number one, your favorite author and or book. Oh, I'm such a wannabe reader. Um, Oh, I go through phases. Right now I'm on a big reading kick, but I didn't read. I felt like I didn't read for like five years. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when I pick up a book, if if I can't get into it in the first couple of pages, I just put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not one of those people who will read it to the end. All right. Well, well you said you're really into reading things. about like um, health stuff. You know, yeah, healthy living. I, if I'm going to read a book, it's either going to be a oh, I know. Now, do I know the name? I know my favorite book. As a matter of fact, I send it to your mother-in-law. I send it to your mother-in-law because I know she's an avid reader. Okay. Uh, it's, she is. it's coming. It's my favorite book, but I'm going to have to look at the title. So, okay, go ahead. Rapid fire. Another one. We'll come back. Okay. All right. I'm moving on. We'll I'm come back. I'm not rules, but I'm really trying okay. hard. Favorite quote. <sighs> favorite quote. Well, recently, I think it is that they change all the time, but the, uh, the, days, are, the days are long mm. and the years are short. Yeah, there that is go. a good one. Okay, guilty pleasure besides the one tiny square of chocolate that just, oh my gosh, that seems impossible, but it's not because you're guilty. doing it. <laughs> guilty pleasure. Hot guilty cocoa, pleasure. Hot cocoa with, um, made with real dairy and melted marshmallows on top. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, I feel like my guilty pleasures are way guiltier than that that's that's like fairly benign <laughs> okay um besides your family what gets you going what puts the fizz in your soda um besides my family what puts the fizz in my soda um the fact that this life is ever so short <laughs> mm. the fact that um before we know it it will come to an end. You know, I watched my, I watched my 45 year old brother take his last breaths. Mm. And, um, there are very few days that I don't think about that. Uh, not in a, yeah. not in a sad way because he'd kill me if he were here and thinking I was sad over it, but just in a way that says it's, it's too short to not right. get up and get going every day if you can. So, gosh. Okay. What keeps you balanced and calm? Oh, my sweet husband. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet husband and essential oils, of course. There no. you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Order here. I think, um, yeah, I think my faith and, um, and my husband, seriously. Yeah. I think yeah. Those are, that's what He's a me. pretty good yeah. egg. He's a pretty he good is. egg. Uh, 
what do you think the world needs more of? Um, gratitude, Jesus, and love. Love it. How about that book? (laughs) Did you remember that book yet? Yeah. It is A Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donald Miller. And it is fantastic. It is fantastic. It's about, it's written by a fellow who was determined to quote unquote, write a better story for his life. Oh, Um, wow. Okay. So it's a, it's a fic, it is a novel or is it it like a memoir? I think it's more of a memoir. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's about, he wrote it himself. Um, and, uh, so yeah, just give that one a read. Highly recommend it. Wow. I'd laugh on one page and cry on the next. So it's great. Well, that's a good book. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Well, thank you for talking with us today, Amy. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for asking me to chat with you. I, um, I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. All righty. Bye. Bye.